What's up, my people? This is the Let's Talk Motorsports podcast, where we talk about all things motorsports. And today is a wonderful feature episode because I have this wonderful guest, family man, Altus Motorsports rider, and all-around athlete, Jared Nasadi with me. How you doing, man? Pretty good, pretty good. Thank you for having me. That's what's up. That's what's up. Ah, uh, man. Make sure everything's set. <laughs> So all in all, man, I, I want to say happy belated birthday to your father. I saw that post yesterday. Yeah, thank you. No problem, no problem. Um, what is a fun fact about you? Fun fact? Uh, so there's a couple, I guess, that you could say. Uh, I swam in high school, so I'm a two-time state champion. Mm. Uh, unlike most riders, I have a full-time job. I'm an aircraft mechanic, so... I unfortunately don't get to ride as much as I do, so it's, that kind of sucks at times, but it is what it is. Got bills to pay. Hmm. Well, just got to make the money somehow. <laughs> For sure. Oh, man. Um, now, Moto America, the series is actually over now, right? With finishing up at uh, Laguna. So, life outside of motorsports just revolves around just going to work, or what do you do? Yeah, for sure. Uh, most of it's going to work, but uh, we try to ride in the off season. Buy a lot of dirt bikes and stuff like that. And then uh, actually, in a couple of weeks, we're going to go to uh, California to try to get some winter testing in. Okay. Okay. Um, what is what what is training like? Uh, I usually ride a lot of trails. Uh, on the dirt bike, and then I also do a lot of gym work. I, I work out five days a week. So. Wow, that's insane. I I knew that it was always a a physical um, a physical fight with riding motorcycles, but I never knew you had to be that dedicated to the gym. That's insane. Is it more like an endurance training, or is it physical strength? Uh, probably a little bit of both. I mean, even then, it's a, riding the bike is a big mental factor as well on what we do. But, uh, I mean, overall, you should be healthy. You got to be, you got to be ready to go to go pound out 20 laps straight, you know, at max capacity. Mm. I know that mental, that mental fight is probably something that's insane when you're feeling fatigue and all that, but you know, you still have to push through every lap. Yeah. That's insane. Um... A question I have been thinking ever since I actually, uh, when I actually discovered you, basically, was through Superbike Paradise on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Um, but my number one question was, oh, why number 59? It's kind of weird. So, I grew up in uh, the motocross side before I came to road racing. Mm-hmm. And I was always, like, kind of, like, number five. That was kind of my number... And then we bought a KX85, uh, and like the number on it was like 359 from the get go because we bought it used. And uh, I kind of stuck with that. And then that transitioned into uh, like my three cup, 390 cup series. Mm. I was able to have that number, and in the CMRA, I had that number. And then when I was able to get a two digit number, uh, 59 was the number I wanted. So I mean, that's kind of what I picked. Okay. okay. No actual real real reason, I guess. It's just the number I liked, I guess. 
I know a lot of people, they end up having these crazy stories that say, yeah, I had this many things, and so that's why I chose this number. All right, all right. Um, your role model, who you say really uh, led you down this path? Uh, I mean, my dad is for sure a big one, but mm -hmm. in the motorsports industry, I mean, like I said, I came from the motocross side, so like Ken Roxon and them, and then even once I transitioned and uh, watching Marquez and uh, uh, Rossi and all those guys, it's a huge to see what they can do, and you know, you wouldn't be like them for sure. I remember growing up, Justin Barsha was always my favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah, bam, bam. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite rider, or are you your own favorite rider? In uh, what, what series, I guess I would have to say. Um, I would say break it down from Moto America uh, in, the, in Supersport. And... Um, then go to MotoGP, just not just regular MotoGP, not Moto2, Moto3. Uh, in my class myself, yeah. I, I don't know if I have a uh, <laughs> favorite rider, I guess. I, I mean, you have to like myself, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then uh, MotoGP, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a big Marquez fan. It's crazy what that man can do, you know? Most definitely. It sucks that he's uh, out this season. I was, yeah. I was hoping for some electrifying stuff. Um, your greatest moment on track. You know, a lot of riders, they have um, specific moments that they always think back to that think that, uh, that that's what made them who they are today. Do you have a, a great moment that you feel is, that truly defines who you are? Um, it's hard to say. Uh, I mean, just from winning local races and, you know, getting personal best finishes in Moto America, I mean, they all, they all stack up. It's kind of hard to pick one certain, one certain event. Mm, okay, okay. Um, this one I'm, I'm gonna be free. I'm gonna be freestyling some questions because I got some written down, but there's some other stuff that might be rolling around my head. Um, I'm not. You do you understand? You crash a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, um, there is sometimes, like, how do you deal with all these, with the injuries, and I know sometimes they're minor, but other times they're serious, I've seen, you, have, you posted up, you know, pictures of x-rays and stuff like that, how do you deal with that, you know, the ups and downs of racing and, and dealing with injuries? I mean, unfortunately, it's part of the sport, as you know, like, Mark has is out because of his arm, uh, Rock's in dealt with his arm, I mean... When we're trying to push the limits, unfortunately, things happen. Mm. And luckily, even though I've crashed quite a bit, and most of them are pretty big, uh, I've been lucky to only have broken my wrist at Sonoma two years ago now. Okay. But, uh, I mean, it comes back to that mental factor. I mean, we all want it so bad, so you can't let it get in the way. It's just another stepping stone, I guess you could say. Okay. okay. I don't know necessarily. I know uh, dealing with injuries and all that stuff, it, it also brings up a financial toll, you know. So I'm going to guess you have great insurance. Yeah. Like I said, uh, I'm an aircraft mechanic, so I'm not a 
mechanic, so luckily uh, I work for civil service. In my hometown, we have an Air Force base, so I work for the government. So I'm pretty good at insurance, which helps out. Okay, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, right. Is Altus Motorsports a uh, basically a family-run um, organization? <laughs> it is? Ah, so was that the was that how you actually started off with them being able to basically sponsor you in these events? Yeah, so my dad was always a uh, so the dealership's been open just as long as I've been alive. So it's been open for twenty two years. We have two dealerships: one here in Alton, one in Lawton. And uh, my dad has always been like in the motorcycle scene. So back in the day, he used to love sport bikes and. I mean, once I decided I was ready to go race Moto America, he was like, uh, he was, he wanted to step up and back me with everything he could help with, you know? I mean, it's, it's a hard sport to get uh, sponsors in, unfortunately, right now, yeah. to help pay for everything, but uh, I'm glad he's able to step up and help with the shop and everything like that to make it happen. That's awesome. That's awesome. I know uh, with me coming up, it was always drag racing in my family. So that was always where we gravitated towards. But if you have someone who's willing to, who's already in it and willing to help you out, I know that that, that was a that was a big, uh, a big motivation to continue in Moto America, right? Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, there is a question. Um, the Altus Motorsports, uh, your signature T-shirt. Do you still have some? Like our pit shirts? Yeah. Or just like the blue shirt? I think the pit ones. I mean, yeah. I still uh, got some. Okay. I'm going to contact you later because I want, I want a couple of those. <laughs> um, when you actually started, um, what, were, what were you thinking at the time? You know, what was your mindset? I'd like to say I was pretty open-minded, I guess. Uh, like I said, I grew up in motocross, and I was never really, like, super fast on a dirt bike. I mean, I always really enjoyed riding. But then once we got to road racing, I decided I want to do that. I mean, everything started really clicking, you know. Mm -hmm. I showed that I had the talent, I had the speed to be able to compete towards the front, and even that transition to every bike, I kind of put my leg over in the local series so then when moto america started up with rc390 we're like well we're gonna go for it we'll see what happens okay um and all the classes you've been in is the rc90 is that the the 390 is that the uh the best class you feel what what, what is your favorite class uh i was not a big fan of the uh 390 okay that bike wasn't very good i don't know to be honest I, I like the 600 class a lot though. Okay, okay. Do you find? Do you think you'll ever uh, bump up to um, Superbike? It's hard to say. I rode uh, the 1000 last winter, and I just don't know. If, well, I mean, we didn't really mess with settings a lot, so riding around Barber and stuff like that. Uh, it's a lot of bike, that's for sure. I mean, I'll eventually probably bump up, but I feel like we still have some room to. Uh, improve on the 600 so i think we're gonna stick with the 600 for now okay okay and 
when the season starts back up, you know, um, what are you doing to prepare necessarily? Because if you're working and, I mean, you're not getting much training done, how, how well, physical training you are, but on the actual bike, you know, how do you, how do you actually prepare outside in the regular life? Yeah, like I said, I'm just trying to be as physically fit and mentally ready to go as possible mm-hmm. and try to get a couple uh, tests in this winter and then just ride my dirt bike as much as possible just to stay on two wheels and stuff like that. But okay. other than that, I mean, the gym is the only thing I really got. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Um, I know guys... Uh, do so many different disciplines do you think you'll be uh competing in not only moto america but also maybe ama the motocross series no no ah. not, not me not me i'm not that fast on a dirt bike okay okay well, i mean you can always say i'd like to maybe try like a gncc race one day that's cross country but okay not like not outdoors or supercross or anything like that not, ah. that's not for me Okay, okay. Um, I was reading an article uh, earlier on this year, and um, it was about basically your journey at the beginning of your Moto America career, um, where you were suffering from, I have no idea what the actual term is, but it's ADEM. Yeah. What, how, how was everybody handling that situation? Was it chaos, or was everyone well aware and was able to, you know, deal with everything that was going on at that time? Uh, so, it was pretty chaotic. We, we live in a small town, so when it all started unravel, we went to our local hospital, and they didn't have, they had no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I had to be transported up to uh, the OU Medical Center in o- Oklahoma City, and luckily i had some really good doctors up there and they were able to figure it out and once we got it figured out it was better but then i ended up having a relapse a couple months later which was way worse than the first time and unfortunately i didn't know if i was gonna make it or not but like i said i still had those good doctors on my back so uh obviously pulled through and uh we're good to go but uh i don't think i'll ever have a problem with it again but uh yeah i mean I had some great doctors up in OU Medical. It was a pretty crazy experience for me and my family, for sure. But mm. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we had those people on our back. I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm glad you could be here today. Yeah. Uh, what is your ultimate goal in not only Moto America but also life in general? You know, what are you, what are your aspirations or, uh, at its full potential? Uh, I mean, of course, always winning races, but in life, I mean, for sure, just being happy, being full of whatever I need to be happy. Family-wise, money-wise, living-wise, all that kind of good stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, always push to get better, make more, you know? Never be comfortable is what I've always been learned or always been told. So, you know, okay, Just cool. always keep striving. That's definitely 
something that a lot of people need to uh, go after. Always striving, and I know that I'm. I'm, I'm a, I can't wait for next season with you, man. I can't wait. Do <laughs> um, you write like a daily or anything? No, I so I used to have a uh, KTM twelve ninety Duke. Okay. I think it was a monster, but I, I ended up selling it just because after I've seen everything that happened with a lot of people I've known and riding on the streets and stuff, so people on their phones nowadays and stuff, it's not as safe, so I, I sold my daily. Nah. Now you're riding around. Now my daily's a pickup. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I still ride around on a motorcycle from time to time. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. Because <laughs> you are correct, it is uh, it is getting a little unsafe. And I mean, you're from Oklahoma. Yes. Okay. I have no idea if it snows. So actually, we just had an ice storm a couple weeks ago, but. Actual snow wise, it's pretty rare, but we like I said, we get we get ice more than anything in the winter. Okay. I'm up north, so we just get tons of snow and it's it's usually not the best riding condition, so I can't ride all year. But um any decisions that you wish you didn't make or any decision that you wish you could change now? everything happens for a reason and if it was the wrong thing at the time I mean it was a learning experience just to make the right decisions later on okay and is there any advice that you would ever give to a novice anyone trying to start out anyone trying to start out yeah I mean track time is gonna be your number one friend I mean if you have the money I would for sure try to get a riding coach I mean, it's not always just about the lines. It's about your body position. It's about the techniques of braking and all those other stuff, good stuff. Because, I mean, even as professionals, we're, we're still working on braking techniques. We're still working on body positions all the time. I mean, it's never – I mean, of course, once it comes down to the race, you're just doing the best you can do. But, I mean, to start out, I mean, for sure, try to get down as much track time as you can. Like I said, if you got the money, try to try to go to a riding school or get a riding coach, something like that. Okay. One last thing: you have a website on your uh, on your Instagram, leading to your YouTube. I want to ask why you stopped uploading. Yeah. So there, there, and then I was riding quite a bit, and then once the Moto America series started. We're not allowed to, uh, we had no rights to, okay. like, using GoPros and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, I haven't been filming. I might try to get back into it at this winter, though, riding dirt bikes and stuff like that, though. Okay. okay. I just want you to know, I will I, I will definitely be a subscriber. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that, um, honestly, that right there, like, the training aspect and showcasing that, I mean, some guys, they have, you know, document, whole documentary teams behind them and all that. But um, I don't know. I think from a perspective of someone who's doing it themselves and uh, someone, honestly, just like you, 
I, I feel like that's way more uh, easy to connect to than, you know, having a whole profo uh, professional set up behind you. So, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so start it up, man. Put the helmet cam on and go ahead and showcase some skills. Um, yeah. And lastly, how'd I do on my first interview? You did really well. I have to say, you did really well. I'm nervous as hell. <laughs> um, I, I just... I'm st I still have to develop, you know, questions and all that stuff to actually continue to ask. So when I develop, I will be basically contacting you again to actually come on and talk about stuff. This time is going to be way more in depth. Uh, it's going to be way more in depth than I'm, I'm sure we're going to be able to have a very long conversation if you have the time. Sounds good. All right. Awesome. Um, lastly, you got any anything you want to talk about? Anything I want to talk about? Yeah. No, not really. I mean, just <laughs> try, try to work for, you know, Moto America is always trying to build that fan base, and I'm trying to build my fan base personally. So, mm -hmm. you know, hit me up on my social medias, on my Instagram, my Facebooks, and kind of stuff like that. I mean, the more viewers we can get, the better it is, the more sponsors we can get, and stuff like that. So, it's not only helping out the organization is helping out us as well so okay okay i know most definitely i think uh you had posted something and then right after that i was like he damn right it don't cost me nothing i should definitely <laughs> so if you you know if anybody watching or listening if you want to support you know definitely repost all their stuff man just put out as much shit as you can to support these guys i'm definitely going to be doing it and I'm, it's a pleasure to have actually have you on the show, man. I thank you for coming in. I thank you for actually accepting the invite, the invitation. And um, this was a learning experience for me and hopefully some exposure for you. Yeah. No problem. Thank you for having me. All right, but man. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to contact you later about the shirts. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. All right. Peace. Peace out. <laughs> and that was Jared Nassani a wonderful guy definitely a wonderful guy um, this was like I said my first ever interview and I'm actually glad that he was definitely uh, willing to come onto the show and I will progress and develop my skills in order to bring him back onto the show and actually uh, showcase some good uh, interview skills and um, you know step away from me saying uh and all that stuff and everything like that and actually uh have a wonderful conversation but it was great having him on the show thank you so much jared it's been amazing if you want to uh check him out like he said you could follow him on his social medias his instagram is jared underscore 59 i will input all that stuff links will be in the description of the video uh version and all that so head on down to the description box down below and follow jared on instagram also, if you uh, want to support any other Moto America riders or anything like that, head on over to the Moto America page and follow, like, whatever. But definitely show Jared some love. This is my first ever interview. He came on here, no questions really asked. He just said, oh, yeah, for sure. Awesome. I was like, you know what? I could tell this guy is amazing. So thank you so much, Jared. It's been a pleasure. 
you will be back on for another episode if you're willing to accept the invitation. Uh, that's it for me. That's it for the show. Have a wonderful day. Peace.